Okay, you're all good? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. My name is Daniel Hopewell and as usual I'm here with Simon Delaney and um, if you're expecting a special guest today you're going to be disappointed. We were meant to be having one join us but he's lost his voice so we're going to get him back in a few weeks um, when hopefully he's got his voice back and he can talk to us. So instead me and Simon are just going to um, have one just the two of us today and we're going to you know as usual as we sometimes do discuss some B2C lead gen stuff that we think we're interested in um, and the title of today's pod we've decided is going to be you don't need leads, you need sales. And um, that's something we actually put on the website we're working on at the moment, Simon, we've got rid of it now, but we thought that that kind of angle is quite interesting because in B2C lead gen, you know, the podcast is about leads and generating so all the time, but ultimately sales is the end goal, right? And that's the most important thing, but sometimes it kind of gets lost a little bit, um, focusing so much on leads and the sales side almost is an afterthought, um, but obviously that is the most important thing. So, why is it in the B2C legion industry, we tend to focus more on the leads, not the sales? I think that is leads get equated with success. It's like, oh, look at my pipeline or look in our dialer or look in the CRM. There's loads of leads, which means, you know, we're going to get sales out of them. Um, but like how many sales, that's what really what you sort of need to track. The other thing is that um, I, I'm not sure people or a lot of people um, realize they just end up paying the same um, amount of money or possibly even more um, for loads of data as they do for like more expensive but higher quality more intent data or leads um, so I think that can get lost sometimes um, and also targets so I know companies that work to lead volumes as targets rather than sales as targets because they've got like a benchmark of conversion rates from a number of leads, but that benchmark is based on like really low intent leads and just, you know, calling millions of them. Um, so ultimately, sorry, back to the top point that I said, um, it's just the lead buyers that are, are deciding um, what the focus is put on, upon, whether it's the number of leads or the, conversions that can be made from leads they're obviously tracking the conversions but you know that's it's just still all these leads coming in um and if you think about it what would you rather like hundreds of sales agents trying to convert data that probably doesn't want to hear from them or few agents trying to convert a lot of, or not a lot a fewer number of people that do actually want to hear from them and are genuinely interested in their products or service it's interesting, kind of, um, as we talk about, it's, it's sort of a bit like what we do in, like, you know, for our stuff, like the ABO stuff, but it's like demand gen kind of thing, right? Well, yeah, I guess, um, so we've, as you know, we've done a lot of different stuff in um, lead gen and demand gen with the data ball. And we're at a unique point, I suppose, where we sit across both sides of it. So our software is for B2B companies that, um, selling B2C primarily, um, but obviously to sell our software, we run demand gen um, and B2B lead gen. And um, what you find is that it's not only not every lead is equal, but not every sale is equal. Um, so from the, the point is that for high quality leads that come from demand gen, where you're not necessarily hunting for leads, it, it's sort of inbound. Um, but I think the same applies to B2C with high quality lead gen. Um, 
is that you can have in the B2B sense churn from sales that are made from leads that aren't particularly great. Because even though you know you're converting potentially some of them, the interest isn't potentially there, the awareness isn't there fully before they come in. And you're relying on the sort of massive skill potentially of a salesperson um, rather than this person genuinely being interested. And so this is the point with like high intent lead generation, right? Is that you actually want to be speaking to people who want to hear from you because otherwise you're just calling a phone book or, you know, however you contact them, emailing a phone book, whatever. Um, you get some sales out of it, some not. And the sales that you're making, really, how good are they? And then also, if you're buying loads of low-intent leads and you've got demoralized sales agents, what opportunities are they missing because of their like low confidence, because of the way they're approaching the leads that are coming in? It just changes the dynamics completely, as you're aware, when you do sort of high-quality lead gen effectively versus uh, you know, low-intent data. Quite interesting. I mean, as well, I think the biggest difference maybe is the fact that B2B is a lot more long-term. You know, we have this process of months from a lead comes in or like almost before they even come in as a lead, they're aware of the company and we're kind of building up that awareness sort of side of it. Um, but like, how does that work in B2C when it's, it tends to be a bit more of a kind of a quick, faster turnaround for stuff? Yeah. So this is what's interesting about B2C. So you're right, like B2B, but you know, you're going after, um, uh, you're trying to create awareness in awareness channels and then be in intent channels when someone's ready to mm. like make that leap. In B2C, um, it depends on the vertical, but like what you see in a lot of them is that it's the brands that are creating awareness. So they're great at creating awareness, right? So all the TV ads, um, all the radio, all the display, all the social media they push out, and they create a, a massive awareness around a particular vertical or a product, but they're not particularly great in intent channels. And that's where lead generators are really good. Um, and so lead generators are then uh, sitting in the intent channels and, and uh, collecting the details for brands or for lead buyers um, within those intent channels. But the, um, yeah, the quality of that lead generation is what counts. Um, so the lead generators or the lead buyers still decide on the quality that's going to be coming in from the lead generators um, that are capturing that intent. Yeah, I think it's um, it's an interesting point, really, that we do tend to do this and be, you know, we, we talk about the leads all the time, but it's nice just to kind of refocus it back to the end goal, which is the sales, you know, leads, we say a lead isn't, isn't nurtured into a sale or isn't converted, it's kind of, it's not worth anything, right? It's like, it's pointless until it becomes a sale, so it's just, it's just interesting. I mean, I suppose we do it all as well, like we, because it's like a, a company that works really tightly, it's fine. Like, you know, if leads come in, we're all talking about it and it's like marketing sales are working quite closely together. But I guess as well, if they're quite separated, that could be a problem too. Like, you know, if the market's just focusing on the leads, but they're not actually bothered about sales, it only measured on that aspect. Their success is on, so well, the leads are there, but sometimes like they need to be tied into the sales too. You see what I mean? Yeah, well, you find it in B2C where if marketing are buying leads, it goes into an ESP or an email platform. 
And if sales are buying leads, it goes into a call center generally. And, but the problem is they're siloed and they don't necessarily communicate with each other. Whereas um, if you were uh, buying high intent leads, um, so every lead that doesn't convert needs to be going into a marketing funnel. So marketing needs to be picking those leads up and nurturing them um, through to like a sale potentially or and whatever's going to happen. But there can be a sort of really short-term transactional focus on lead generation in B2C. And that also feeds into the um, original point of, uh, you know, why is the focus on quantity and not quality? It's because this is literally just get a sale, get a sale, get a sale. Because if you take a longer term view of it and actually combine sales and marketing um, into the lead generation process and the sort of uh, post sales or non sales process, you can extract a lot more value out of the leads, build a much sort of closer relationship with the leads that come in. And ultimately, you're going to derive more value for the company and more value to the consumer yeah. lead that's coming as well. Yeah. I think sure. that's. Like, you know, these are the sort of things that B2B and B2C can sort of learn from each other. Right, we've not said what B2B can learn, but what B2C can learn from B2B, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like that. It's quite, you say we're in quite a unique position because we do have to switch our mindset quite a bit. And, mm. you know, like, we're, you know, like when I'm writing about content, for example, it's always from a B2C perspective, but I'm distributing the B2B way. And, having to switch is quite nice sometimes because you sort of, like you say, you kind of pick up the things you can say, oh, that's quite interesting. We could take that and vice versa. And yeah, we need to do it in reverse. That's a good point. Well, that's why I think this awareness thing, I mean, it doesn't happen in every vertical, but imagine you're, I don't know, a massive brand in automotive and you're pushing um, electric vehicles, let's say. So let's say it's Tesla, for example. <laughs> I was like, are you talking about Tesla? <laughs> yeah, let's say it's Tesla. Um and you'll create massive amounts of awareness, right? Huge amounts all over the world. Every Elon Musk tweet generates, you know, how many sales, whatever. But then in like a, an intent channel um, or an affiliate channel or something, a lead generator can uh, pick up on that awareness that someone's been getting. You know, I, I want to switch electric vehicle. I want to switch electric vehicle, but yeah, I can't yeah. buy a Tesla. It's too expensive. And they see and a Nissan Leaf for like 25 grand or something. Um, it's that awareness that the brand has been driving originally, right? And so this is a point, this is a similarity with B2B. So B2B, you do it for yourself. You're trying to drive awareness and drive awareness and then be in that intent channel. And so it's um, it's interesting that like difference in B2C. Um, I'm mad though that in a weird way, like the, the lead generator is almost piggybacking off that work that the brand's done for you. Do you know what I mean? Because they're separate. Um, it's like... You're not, as in we have to create the awareness and the intent together for if like using Dave Bowler's example. Mm. But like the, the, in the BC side of it, because they're separate, the, it's almost like, like in that, you know, Elon Musk tweet example. But this is why it becomes this piggyback of it. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's like transactional, right? Because suddenly, like, if you're marketing for Tesla and you, I mean, they famously don't, but let's imagine they do, they've just spent yeah. billions of pounds marketing, um, whatever, and then they get a lead in from a third party. I mean, it doesn't, you know, th this is the point, the marketing and sales departments are siloed and they're not sort of working together. So they, uh, you know, sales are then just like, right, we've just got to make a sale, got to make a sale. And marketing is sat over here, still pumping these billions out, doing whatever they're doing somewhere else. Um, and so this 
complete like transactional mindset comes to it. That's like, that's just B2C Legion. I mean, it's, um, what'd be interesting is like, and this is something I, I was talking on the, I put a LinkedIn post out last week or this week, I can't remember, about studies in B2C lead generation. There aren't mm. uh, many of them. But this is the sort of thing I'd love to see is what the, the awareness that brands are generating in specific verticals. Imagine you could see the spend, so I don't know, in like life insurance or um, mm. whatever it is, yeah, test drives, whatever. And then the amount of leads that are generated by third parties in those areas, is there any correlation between them? Because um, there's, there's got to be something, right? I mean, like that analogy with the electric vehicles must drive like huge intent behind um, you know, people that see these and want to be a, want an electric vehicle. Yeah, I'm sure. I try to work out how you, how you track that though, because they'll be on two separate sort of quite difficult metrics. Yeah. yeah. Difficult. <laughs> But um, some, uh, you know, and, and uh, that's why I said there's no stats in like B two B yeah. because that's the sort of thing in B two B. Like we can measure that, right? Well, it's difficult, but like say in Dateable or you know we're a smaller company, but if you're I don't know IBM or something, you could probably track that sort of thing. Um, in B two C Legion, it's not impossible because it's all removed. Everything's like siloed. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of what I was. Uh, meaning well yeah it's um it's very interesting that difference between b2b and b2c actually and um i think i know we've done it sort of we touched upon it there but i think we should explore that more maybe with future deaths and get some more people from each industry and sort of see what we can learn from each other and maybe go into more depth in that in in the future pods with some some guests in it but um yeah nice one we'll, 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 we'll call it a day there cheers cheers Thanks for listening to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast, the show for serious lead generators. Be sure to hit subscribe to hear more from those at the very cutting edge of the lead gen world.